you have recorded our first episode of AGR. That's what you have recorded, Alex. Oh I'm going to cut this out. So hey, everybody. <laughs> uh, my name's Elvin. That's Alex. Alex. That's Alex that way. Uh, Where are you pointing? There you go. That's Alex right there. Uh, he's comfortable in his home. And, in my own uh, realm. Yes. This is AGR, our sister channel to A&R. And if you don't know either one of them, well, go to YouTube and subscribe to both of them because both of them are giving awesome prizes. This one in particular, AGR, is our gaming exclusive channel, and we're giving away an Xbox. Alex, I know you don't even have one, and we're giving one away. Does I got that make you mad? In the other room. Does, does that make you mad, though? We're giving a brand new Xbox to some random person instead of you? No, there's nothing I want. <laughs> You're supposed to say I wanted it. It's all on PC now. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> listen, we love everybody here. PC gamers, console gamers, phone, <clears throat> mobile gamers. gamers, board gamers. We love them all. Gaming is gaming. We love it all and all aspect of it. And we're going to make this channel about all of that, too. We're going to talk about all of those things. You know, PC gaming, all of it, board gaming. We're going to do all of that awesome stuff. So if you're glancing by and saying what are who are these two guys and what is this all about go subscribe trust me it's gonna be an awesome journey might as well do it now so you can say a couple years from now that i was there in the beginning when these guys started off day they one knew, they didn't know they didn't know what they're talking about and they still don't know what they're talking about <laughs> a couple of years later but that's what it is they're just having some fun you know grab a drink i got my timmy's we are from vancouver canada so timmy's is in our bloodstreams i got some water He's got some healthy water. He's he's getting all swollen nowadays. These days, he's swollen. I'm yeah. so fat. <laughs> You're just full of love. That's all it is, Alex. You're just full of love. Uh, but yeah, let's get into what we want to like. We don't have really have <clears throat> planned topics. Sometimes we'll have some planned stuff, but we just want to shoot from the hip and talk about all things gaming, right? Um. Well, I guess up front, before we get into the main topic, I do want to do a quick plug. Yes. Um, there's a board game coming out. Elvin has saw it with me at PAX. It's called uh, No Exit. Uh, it how do I explain it? It's a, it's a mix between like grim dark fantasy, if you guys are into that, like Dark Souls type stuff, but also anime. Their Kickstarter is coming out in December, I believe. Mm. So do check them out. I'll post a link in the description, so you get the sign up for the newsletter, so you know when the Kickstarter happens. I'm excited to play it. I hope it succeeds. Check it out. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we went to PAX and we did a several videos on a lot of developers and board game uh, builders out there. And there's a lot of creative, creative people from so many different places. And some of the boards, the board games that I saw were just, I was like, holy smokes. Like there is a lot of gaming uh, board games out there with some cool, you know, aspects and i, I really i love i loved that ga game in particular because they were the ones that made their own 3d modeling right yeah they only have one actually physical copy of their game made yeah it was just cool. that one they had the demo there which <clears throat> you were able to play if you sign up it's like half hour long i think but i just unfortunately didn't have the time but they give us like packs exclusive cards yes there's yeah this is like the the number one card right the yeah, kill like yeah the one thing I liked about them is that I did mention to him, I said, hey, would you be able to give files to people or allow people to print their own 3D? Yeah. And he's like, that's something that they're exploring. And I'm like, that would be cool because can you imagine like customizing your own piece? You know, that's we've got sick. 3D printers here in the office and we could print our own characters and put it on there. That'd be awesome. Now, I'm really excited to check that game out. Um, you can play it on uh pc already though at least mechanically if you get tabletop simulator i just can't find the file for that specific game i'll have to email them okay cool um because I, I like the mechanic where it's just like oh here's a board with some doors on the side and we put tiles that are flipped over and we flip them it reveals like a maze kind of mm -hmm. gotcha. i thought it looked really cool but i guess i guess our main topic this week is the big game we've been playing tunic on ps5 Yes, tuning. So you played you played it before I did. So tell me about your experience. Uh, right off the bat, you know, like I had this 
going into it, I thought this is going to be a Zelda-esque type of game because they harped on it uh, lightly. I'm not, I'm not going to say that they were saying that this is going to be a, an exact replica or rendition of it, but they did mention, I remember them saying that, and what I, don't, I didn't understand is what they meant by it, but when I started playing the game, yes, the layout, the way the character looks, it looks very close to Zelda, the Super NES version of Zelda. Um, and I did like it in the beginning because is that the exploration was there. You know, you, you got to go and get your weapon and your potion, things like that. Um, where I started kind of falling off is one. I don't like the sound effects. I know you like. Oh, you said sound. you like the soundtrack. Soundtrack. Sorry. Yeah. I know you like it, right? I thought it was pretty nice. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I didn't do it. It made me want to go to sleep. <laughs> I, I think you're supposed to be that nostalgia factor. But it was very, it, it was soothing. I'll give yeah. it that. <laughs> it was very soothing that you just want to curl up and take a nap, right? I mean, this is something that I'd play in the background if I wanted to get a nap in. But it didn't really, like Zelda, there's parts where they hit the iconic Zelda tune, right? And it gets you all like excited and ready to explore the next billion caves and Ta- you know, you know, landscape that you have to do, and, and this one it didn't. Like you go to the next section of the game, you're like, ah, oh, I gotta go through this now and find this. And met even though it's not huge compared to Zelda right now. I mean, eventually it'll get bigger. Uh, the map is uh, pretty big, uh, but it just, yeah, I don't know. I I felt that this game needed to uplift you at times, and it wasn't doing that enough for me to get me excited for the next quest, the next quest. And then when you, and, and the bosses, man, I, I saw you playing with some of these bosses. They are relentless. It's hard. Oh my God. But once I figured out like, oh, you can upgrade your stuff. It got really easy. At least that yeah. first boss, the second boss, I'm still trying to figure out. Did Speaking of that, there wasn't, when I was playing the game, there wasn't any hints given to me saying, hey, go to the book. Maybe there was, and I didn't see it, but it wasn't as direct as I would have loved it to be like, they should have stopped me from going any further going, Hey, go to your manual to look at this stuff because this is very important for your journey. Right. I, I, isn't that how it was though for NES and SNES games where like pretty much all your answers were in your manual? No, but this is where the difference between the two, <clears throat> the two games, Zelda and this is Zelda. You had hints from villagers you talked to. Mm. They were giving you hints like, hey, go to this place over there. Or I heard about this place over here. Like you got these subtle hints and it makes you kind of think twice, right? But, here, you don't have any interactions with anybody. Yeah, well, it's, it's lonely. Yeah, it's very lonely. And I felt lonely. I was like, oh, I don't want to be alone in this vast place with enemies. But nice also at, at the same time, your manual is not doing you any favors either. Because like you get a, one word here and there and the rest is just scribble. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, like how much more alone alone can I get? Not even the game's helping me. Like it'd be nice if you bought the actual game physical game and they came with like a deciphering code thing. But here you're just like, uh, what's what what is this? Ancient Babylonian? Like, I don't know what the heck this is. I, how I am I post, supposed to figure it out? Because when you find one of the pages, it goes into your booklet. But I, I sent a tweet out saying, like, oh, I wish the developer would just like be there next to me when I find the page, he'll just hand me a piece of paper. It's like here's the next page. Good job. Yeah, yeah. I just like the loneliness is something that I'm not used to in games. I, I always like to have AI assisted or around. It just makes you feel more comfortable. Some people like that loneliness. They like that solo adventure kind of thing. But for me, yeah, I think that it was the biggest factor. I mean, you played it more than me now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've, you've, I've sort of handed out the baton to you. I'm like, okay, hey, this is not my cup of tea. But this is something that you might like, and I think you kind of like it, right? Uh, I do, but I don't at the same time. Like, it's a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but it gets frustrating after a while when you can't beat certain bosses. In the Elden Ring um, scenario, right? Well, at least in Elden Ring, you're able to go like, oh, I can't beat that guy over there. I'm going to go the other way where I can actually kill something. When I get strong enough, I'm going to come back and beat up Slaughter. that bully. Yeah, yeah. Because like going like with Elden Ring, when you first got the gate, there's this dude on a horse and he just whoops you every time. But now I'm so strong, it's like you should have bullied me, bro. And I just crush him <laughs> with one hit. But 
you did mention that there are abilities to power up in this game and then you're able to crush enemies uh but, yeah but even then but do you think it's a little slow in giving that power up no i think i think the game knows like hey they're gonna get a little cocky now that they're stronger so we're gonna give them a bigger challenge like i'm at a part now where i have like a magic wand and i can just shoot guys from a distance i don't have to worry about them but the game, I guess, knows that. And it's like, oh, you think you can take these dudes? Okay, check out this. We have dudes with rifles. Jeez. And it's like, I can't compete because they have infinite ammo and I have like 10 shots. They have a shield, though. Yeah, but if I have a dude with a rifle and then a dude on the ground and another dude on the ground, I can't do everything at once. Do you think this game would have been nice with to have a co-op? Maybe. That'd be pretty cool, actually, at times. Right. Especially during the bosses, because some of those, I guess, like they kind of accommodate that for the bosses. You can get a decoy where you just drop it down and it's another one of you that just runs and all the enemies chase it. So I nice. use that on bosses. So it's like, well, while they're focused on that, I can just wail on them with no repercussions. How long does that decoy last for? Like 10 seconds? Very, very short. Like 10 seconds, probably, right? I, I think it can take like one hit or something. So I bought like, oh. five of them and just dropped them all. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, it didn't help. I was like, ah, this boss. Well, as we're speaking, um, I did um, get our game today. There was a launch today for Tiger Woods. Not Tiger Woods. I keep saying Tiger Woods. Well, he's on P- it. They changed it because they got rid of the name. It's PGA Tour 2K23. So it does have Tiger Woods on the cover. So there's kind of, it is Tiger Woods, but it's not. Um, and I just, I was able to download it just now. Um, stay tuned for that review. I'm going to be doing a comprehensive review on Tiger Woods. I'll, I'll do a little teaser in, in the next day or so, maybe even tonight, of how the game is. But I'm excited to play this game because it's been a while since I played a golf game. It's been, a probably say, six, seven years since I played a golf game. And the last time I played it, I had a lot of fun. I was just slain. I was getting hole-in-ones. I was able to figure out the easy courses. I was able to figure out how to hit how much power to hit and i was getting hole in ones i was just rocking it so i can't wait for this game it's gonna be fun sick um there's another title that came out today i told you about scorn mm, yes. um i i don't know if i'm not time to play that because i still kind of want to finish tunic um but yeah i mentioned before the guy who designed the alien from alien hr geiger it it pulls from his art style so that's essentially the whole game you play like this weird looking dude on a weird looking ship that's also like um i guess biomechanical it's hmm. so like oh instead of like a door it's just like oh it's a rib cage that opens and you go through <laughs> weird like that's gross true. things like that is it on ps uh, pc and ps5 <clears throat> all consoles uh it's on all consoles it's on game pass right now oh yes yeah you mentioned it so it's free on game pass yeah nice we I, have I was... game pass now I was I was reading that like the um PS Plus, which is like the Game Pass equivalent for Sony, yeah, is like I have that good. as well. But I heard it's like not very good. You get like a couple games a month for Game Pass. It's like here's all of them. It okay, so <clears throat> I have I have all the consoles, so I'm not a fanboy of anything. Let's just be let's put that up to bed right now. So and I love games from all different areas. I have Xbox Game Pass, and in the two years that I've had it, it's paid for itself multiple times. Um, and A-list games and big popular games have been dropping on there too. And on day one, for example, Forza Horizon, I love racing games, it was free on Xbox Game Pass day one. That game itself is $89 Canadian. So that already paid for almost a year's worth of Xbox Game Pass, which is like $15 Canadian or something like that a month. So that was value right there. Uh, and then the second game that I got that same year was the new Turtles, um, Cow- not Cowabunga Edition, but the the Turtles game. Yeah. With a four-player or five-player co-op, whatever no, it was. Wasn't it? Was it five? Yeah, I remember it was five. It was weird yeah. that they did a, such a weird number like that. Yeah. So that game was available on Game Pass day one as well. That was like a $40 game. So already in one year, I si- I didn't save, but 
I basically got my value back with just two games. And there were so many other games available that I didn't even have a chance to play. But it's great value. And the cool thing about it is because I'm, I'm buying the most expensive package, I can get games for PC and Xbox. I can do both. And it's, it's like, why not? It's it's a no-brainer. With PlayStation's new system, albeit it's new and they're still trying to work out the kinks, I thought they came out the gate stumbling. They weren't they they try to harp on the older games, saying, hey, yeah, you can get all PS1s, two, three games, some four games. But to be honest with you, like I've already played those games. If they're yeah. big games, chances I've already played these games. And nostalgia can only go so far before you say, okay, yeah, you know, I've already played this game like a 90 times. And I already have it. If it's a great game, I probably already have it. And I don't need to pay to play the game again and again. I need new stuff and I need day one new stuff. What they should have done was like they should have did Call of Duty day one. Like, boom, big games, drop them. Right? Because it's not cheap. I don't know. I have to check how much I'm paying. But I'm paying like $60 or $70 a year, I think, for that. Actually, no, I could be wrong. It, it might be in the hundred, at least a hundred or something. That's like what? It's a yearly 100? pass, which is it's very close to Xbox's Game Pass per year, but it's still a little bit more than the Game Pass. So right now, the first year, I'm going to give it a pass. Year two, I better see some substantial upgrades and improvements. Otherwise, I'm canceling it. I'm not paying a hundred something dollars a year for games that. I don't even care about that much, right? So we'll see. When I used to subscribe to Xbox Live, they would always give you like two games a month for just for free. Uh, but it's kind of cool that they stepped it up. It's like, okay, you already have Live, but we yeah. also have a Game Pass option. Yeah, well, PlayStation I, does that too. They used to give the the PlayStation a month. Every month they should give three games, right? Yeah. They should try to hit on all three consoles. They had their Vita games. They had their PS4 games and the PS5 games. Oh, when PS5 wasn't around, it was or PS3. Four. Yeah, it was PS3. So they were doing that already, and right now they they got rid of it, and they've integrated it into this thing. So what am I really paying for then? <laughs> I'm not just paying for old library games, as cool as they are. And there might be some people who are like that's the best thing ever since sliced bread. For me, it's like yeah, okay, I've done this before. I need new stuff too. I, I know, like <clears throat> comparing it to like 360 PS3 era, because that's where I'm coming from. Um, like, yeah, it, it's like you had to pay for Xbox Live on 360, but at least like their chat and their party system and their dashboard worked really well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Where where PS3, all they had was like, hey, you can play online for free, but also, I already forgot my point. <laughs> uh oh, also they have like really good exclusives, and like, I felt like oh, PS3 was the place to, or PlayStation was the place to go for exclusives. And mm -hmm. all those exclusives are on PC. So it's like, why do I even bother want to get this? Well, they are they are smart in a way. Um, they timed their exclusives on the PSC, the PC though. God of War took almost a year and a half to get on there, or even longer. I, I so, would wait. Yeah, you would wait, but I my my first console was Nintendo, obviously. Uh no, actually it was Turbo Graphics 16. I don't know if you even remember that. I saw some videos. Yeah, that was my first. That was my parents couldn't afford Sega, so they gave me Turbo Graphics 16 instead. Boy, was I pissed. Um, but I took it like a champ and said, you know what? It's better than playing with dirt. So um, I played that. Uh, and then so Nintendo came into my life. It just amazed me. It, I still have wet dreams thinking about those things. Oh my gosh. But, um, and then I got introduced to PlayStation. And it was just like. <sighs> I am an adult now. I play with discs in my games, right? CD discs. And what really drove me to PlayStation and really love PlayStation out of all the consoles is was because of the exclusives. They had Gran Turismo. They had Metal Gear Solid. They had Uncharted. You know, they have God of War. They had, um, what is called it called? Uh, Rocket. Uh, was it, was it, was it was on Rocket? No, not Rocket. Um, Ratchet. And, sorry, Ratchet and Clank. Sorry. Oh, uh, it's like Rocket League. That didn't yeah. exist. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank. They had Sly Cooper. 
Um, they have so many other games. I mean, I, it kind of escapes me right now, but they continued the trend with two, three, four. All these games started coming out, and there were exclusives. They were kind of ahead of the curve. They were buying out studios too, smaller studios, and in- incorporating them into their larger company way ahead of before Xbox decided to do it. Xbox came out with the gates with Halo and Gears of War and Forza. Those were the big three exclusives. But it, you can only do so much with those three. Yeah. And that's where I'm kind of like upset right now is when those exclusives launch for play- PlayStation, they should be available for free for those tier members, the higher tier members. They should be automatic. And that's for, for how the you... new for the new version of yeah. PlayStation Plus. And that's how you keep lo- loyalty as well on your side. Like, hey, you've been loyal to us and you're buying the top tier, you know, subscription from us. Our exclusives are going to be completely free to those fans. That's how you keep it. Loyalty. The, the, their screen us over even more, at least for the niche of us that still use the Vita. Where before it's like, we did away did with the Vita. Yeah, like... Right here. Wow! <laughs> I also have a, somewhere, a PlayStation TV where you can just like plug in Vita games to your TV. I don't have that <laughs> anymore. I lost it somewhere. It got damaged and I just like stopped. When Nintendo Switch came out, I was just like, you know what? This is my portable game now. I'm good. But they screwed us because it's like, well, we got rid of the store, so you can't buy games for the Vita. And they're like, all right, we're bringing it back, but you can only access it on the Vita. Okay, it's back. But now you have to go on the computer and add funds to your PlayStation wallet, and then you can make the purchase on the Vita. And then now you can't even add funds to your wallet, so what's the fucking point? I don't know why, for the life of me, they got rid of that. I don't know why. Vita 2, baby. Let's do it. Team up with yes. Dreamcast 2. Vita 2. I don't know. Like They had such an awesome thing going. I remember when Nintendo was uh, had the, the Game Boy and it was black and white and this and that. And then do you remember Sega had their... Um, um, oh, I had one of those. Is it Game Gear? Was it what yeah, was it called? I, I got one in like the twelfth grade from someone I knew. And had but like wasn't Sonic. that magical that you could play in color? It was magical. It was cool. It's like, oh man, I'm playing Sonic, and then I bartered it for comics. I mean, the other what? <laughs> yeah, in, in like the twelfth grade, I was given one from someone back in like two thousand eleven, and I was like, this is cool. And then I had a classmate. I was like, well, I want all your comics. I'll trade you this Game Gear. <laughs> How many comics was there? Oh, like at least twenty. That's it. Well, it's like two hundred dollar value. Is it still worth two hundred bucks? Yeah, I don't have to buy them anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, for me, I thought it was magical because it was color. I remember the first time I played it was I was my barber, and the barber had it there, and you could play it while you get your haircut. And I picked it. I'm like, wow, this thing is amazing. Sonic was on there. It, it, it wasn't the greatest graphics, but it was in color, and you could play it on the go. I was like in heaven. I was like, this is awesome. But the downside to that was the battery lasted maybe two hours. Yeah. And it was like dead right after that. Yeah, it always put I always had to plug it into the wall. (laughs) It was like, oh shit, it's not really portable when it dies in two hours. (laughs) I I never had a a Game Boy as growing up. Like as a kid, I would have to trade Pokemon cards with like an older kid. Like, can I borrow your Game Boy for the night? I'll trade you like my best cards. Um, but then like in 12th grade, because I had money, I bought a Game Boy Color. I'm like, yeah, I can finally play Pokemon now. I go to school, I'm like, guys, I got Pokemon Red, and it's like, we don't give a shit, bro. This was like <laughs> 15 years ago. We're playing it's back our... now. People care about it now. Just want to play that Pokemon. I've never played it. I played that Pokemon mobile game, and that was it. I don't care for pokemon at all that, that's a way different game than what i play <laughs> yeah like i just don't care for any of it i understand it's a massive massive ip yeah but i just yeah i it wasn't my era. i'm i my era of ended just before that yeah in terms of picking up new ip uh it just wasn't my thing right were you into um digimon as well um, yeah, I watched some of the show. I had some of the cards, but it wasn't popular, where, at least where I lived. How about Yu-Gi-Oh? That was pretty big. Yeah, that was the next one. It went Pokemon and then went Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, what was that? 
it was like Pokemon Beyblades and Yu-Gi-Oh were like the big three. Beyblades, holy smokes. I remember that too. <laughs> I, I remember playing with my cousins. They had one, it had like this super heavy weight on their Beyblade and like cut another one in half. <laughs> Yo, the metal ones? Yes, yeah. I, I remember that too. I had the metal ones too. I had a friend in elementary school that hated Beyblades for whatever reason. And Why? he had these, uh, I, don't, I don't know, but he never liked them. And so he always find some kid in the schoolyard. It's like, hey, I'll, I'll battle you. And this is like way up north. So we would just play on the ice and hit these big woolly mitts. And so the kid would like spin his blade and my friend would just smack it with his glove. And it's like, I win. <laughs> Default, I win. Give me your lunch money and your sandwich. Oh, well. Um, so what else do we want to talk about here? Um, okay, so I'm, I'm going to bend your ear for this one. The game I play a lot takes place in like the end of cowboy era, right? I, there's a lot of like occult magic, whatever, but it fits within the world. Do you think having a drone, which is a bug, not like a plane drone, but do you think a bug drone would fit in that? Like if we're talking, what's uh, the purpose of it? You can see where other people are. You just fly above them. It's an aerial view. Yeah. I felt like it would like, it didn't fit in the world. No, but now that I tried it, I'm like, Oh, this is actually really cool. No, it's cool because it's a different perspective, but it doesn't fit in that world. I didn't think so either, but now I'm thinking maybe it does. How, how, when did we have, Technology that advanced. Well, that well, remember, okay, it's a bug, and uh, I guess okay. my logic is like, oh, you're using like blood magic because you already have blood magic in the game. Okay, so so why not? You didn't tell me that blood? part. Okay, yeah. you didn't tell me that part. I, I should have expanded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about the weapons itself? Are they advanced? No, they're just regular ass guns. Just okay. like here's my six shooter. So this is a a real insect, not a a robotic insect. No, it's right? just a bug that you did some voodoo okay and then you're basically telepathically connecting or something like that through the game's magic that it already has in there right okay yeah that makes sense then okay you could do that but then is it the bugs the only thing you can interact with there's other animals in this thing isn't there um is there like deers or bears no because everything's dead everything's dead but bugs are alive definitely bugs are alive they'll kill you are there (laughs) Oh, okay. Are there big bugs or something? Or what are the No, bugs? they're just a lot of small ones. Okay. So imagine you get like swarmed by a thousand mosquitoes at the same time. Jesus. So if you don't punch them, they're going to suck your blood. But you can control one of them at a time. You get, you get one bug. How, is it a long term? Is it like a special thing? Yeah, it's like, just an item you can bring in. It's like 20 bucks in game currency. But is it a limited time you can use it in the game or the no. entire game? Uh, you can use the entire game unless someone shoots it. Or you drop it and you don't pick it up. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with it if it's within that lore. I, I was very skeptical when I first heard about it. I was like, I don't know. And then I played it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I like it a lot. I don't want this. It's pretty more. cool. So now all the time I'm Wait, like, did guess. you buy it? You what? paid 20 bucks, did you not? It, like in-game 20 bucks. So I, didn't spend that... 20, I didn't spend 20 real dollars. What is that in Canadian rubles? Um free i don't know the cost of your game because <laughs> how's it free well like you don't have to pay for the bug in with real money you have to earn it with points you get in the game yes gotcha okay that's not bad so every time i use it i tell my team i'm going bug mode except for last time i forgot that i didn't have the bug and i looked like an idiot when i said it <laughs> <laughs> what is this game called again so people who are listening to it hunt showdown hunt showdown Buy it when it's on sale. It goes on sale every month for like 20 bucks. Don't buy the DLC. It's not worth it. Because it's just skins, and I don't want to drop $100 on skins. Holy smokes. Yeah, it's nuts. That's where they get you, huh? The skins. That's where they get you. Fortnite and Legendary for that. Yeah, but I guess Fortnite actually has like IPs behind it. Yeah, but I mean, do I really need seven different versions of my character in Fortnite? When they all do the same thing, essentially? Yes, because I would love to play Naruto with a gun. I guess so. And uh, Dead Deadpool, I guess, or Darth Vader. or I have They haven't done anything with Super Mario in those guys, right? 
I, I think Nintendo is holding their IPs pretty close to the chest. As they always do. I don't blame That's them. A, I blame them. Well, no, because that I'm on my they, mobile. Do they have mobile games yet for Nintendo? Uh, don't they have like a Mario Runner? Yeah, that's it. They Nintendo's missing out on a. Well, I guess they don't want to. They don't in. need a mobile market. They made their own mobile market. Yeah, but I'm saying that it would have been nicer to get it on a phone. Nah. But then does that kill cannibalize the the Nintendo Switch? Yeah, I think they just want to stay in their own field. Nintendo's been always so reserved. They're like very very reserved. They don't want to make huge splashes unless it's their a console release. Mm. Uh, do you think the Nintendo Switch needs an upgrade or part two? I think if anything, they would just invent new technologies. I always think they're so behind Nintendo uh, from PlayStation and Xbox. That um, I don't know because PlayStation and Xbox. What what do they got? Just a console that you well, can't carry anywhere. For example, the EA games. They can't take, like EA as a company with their sports franchises can't take full advantage of the Switch because it's not powerful enough for them to have all of the bells and whistles that they have on the PS5 and the Xbox. I don't think they care though because they know that. Well, they I have... care. I care. You already have all the systems. No, but I want to like portability is awesome. You gotta admit, it's a nice sunny day. Instead of exercising outside, I don't want to sit outside. <laughs> Instead of going into forest swim. Yeah, or a hike, I decide. Well, even if I go for a hike, I want to sit in the forest and play my Nintendo Switch. Definitely. But I want to play with amazing games, with amazing graphics. And I don't, I get, it's a, it's a huge improvement from the other, uh, was it Wii? Nintendo Wii? It's a massive. Wii yeah, it was a massive improvement from that portable device to this one, but. They're always one generation. It, it wasn't even a portable the Wii U. It just had a tablet. Yeah, it was portable. It's a tablet. You can pick it up and go anywhere. Mm, no, you had to be connected to the Wii. Was it? Oh, that kind of sucks. Yeah, when, when I first heard it, I was super confused. I thought it was just a tablet that you could connect to your old Wii. And it's like, no, you get a second version of the yes, Wii. Yes, you're right. Oh, my God. I, I didn't even buy that console, to, tell, to be honest with you, because I didn't like I tried it Nintendo once. I, I had a roommate. He had it, and I played. It. I I bought a game to play it because there was an exclusive I wanted to play on the Wii U. And I played it. I'm like, oh, this is hard. To like, I don't know. You like hold it. And just, I don't know. Two screens. Those are I call the dark days of Nintendo. <laughs> but hey, at least they like pushed the envelope. They did something new. Yeah, I appreciate and, and, that. And without that, I don't think they would have come up with the Switch. Oh yeah, this is a this was a, a, a mutation of that. They saw the potential. They're like, okay, people like this stuff, and they like that portability. They're, we're gonna, we're gonna full blow it. We're gonna, uh, you know, put the Game Boy and this together and make it to a one. And that's they, what Because yeah, 3DS, everyone had one. Yes, 3DS was amazing. A lot of cool games on there. I got some 3DS games. I don't even have a 3DS. Why don't you have a 3DS? That's Where probably. are you gonna do those games then? They're on the shelf. Are they like a collector's piece? Just for me, because <laughs> I'm, try, I'm, try, I'm trying to buy like every Resident Evil game that comes out physically. Ah, okay. But I couldn't buy the last. Are two you a Resident Evil guy? Uh, yes. Hashtag, I know. hashtag that joke. That's not even a joke. <laughs> hey, just, just you be quiet. It's a joke. <laughs> yeah, jokes on me. Yes, it's all on you. But I, I like buying all their physical stuff, but they haven't sold a physical copy for a system that I had for the last two games that came out. Which is fine. I just won't buy I wonder physically. if, uh, off topic, I wonder if our background is giving anybody like, like, <laughs> making, is it annoying to people who are listening, watching us and look at the background of his moving? Non-stop? Every week it's going to be a whole new loop. <laughs> Next week, it's going to be in reverse. It's going to be upside down after, different colors. Look, what we're trying to show you is how to pass the first part of the stage here. Over so and over jump. Again. Oh, hang on. You get the fruit. You go up. You jump <laughs> yeah. on that guy. Yeah. Let me reiterate that real quick. You go up. You jump on that guy. There you go. If you can't pass that first part of that stage by watching this a million times, then I don't know what to tell you. Just don't play oh, games. I don't know if you got this when we went to PAX, but my girlfriend got this for me. She got me this holder for the Switch. Oh, nice. Uh, so if I take this. You know what? I use my hands. 
No, listen. <laughs> that is ultimate laziness right there. No, no, listen, listen. Listen. What are we AEW fans now? Yeah. That was a slight end. So if I had the pro controller, which I don't have yet. Either way, it mounts in like this. You get the pro controller. I can play your switch. Or you could just put the kickstand out and just use the controller. No, no, I could hold it up. Why would I want to hold it up? Because I'm lying on my back. Oh, okay. You have to be more descriptive of what you Who knows what it's used it. for? It can be used for anything. Oh, I guess you can clamp it onto a table. No, it's in your hands. I don't want to hold on to this while I play. I want my console and controller separate. Because the controller itself is going to be annoying to hold forever. Now you're going to hold the console, well, too? No, it's just a controller like a Xbox or PlayStation controller. Yeah. So how many, how different is that? But I'd rather just have it on a table or something. But then, okay, put it on the table when you're on the bus, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, oh, I guess. Before I forget, well, when I used to take public transit to okay. and from school. This is going to be funny. I remember seeing these dudes. They had a GameCube and a portable, like little TV, and they were playing Smash Bros on the bus. What? <laughs> it's super funny. Wow. Like, they're just like, they get on the bus, like, all right. And they just like unpack their gear and start playing Smash <laughs> just on the bus. How long was this bus ride? Maybe like 40 minutes. Okay. That's not too bad. But thinking about it now, we had the Switch back then. I don't know why. I guess it's like, listen, this is all we have. Just make do of it. <laughs> can afford this portable TV and a Sh shout out to them. Shout out to them for oh keeping it real. Gosh. Shout out like, for them. That's like four years ago, five years ago. <laughs> shout out to them for keeping it real. Uh, circling back to Tunic, I, I had a lot of like introspective thoughts while playing the game. Um, because the game doesn't vocalize what it wants from you, really. And the manual is only giving you bits and pieces. I, I started thinking about like, okay, why am I doing this as, mm -hmm. as a character? And I tried to apply that to, to real life. Like, why do I do certain things? Um, And, and what am I hoping to achieve? And how, how am I navigating adulthood? Kind of like how I'm navigating Tunic with very few hints here and there. Some things are are scary. Um, I guess, like for example, taxes—they're helpful, but they're scary, right? You pay for your rose, you pay for your medical. But in the game, like there's a merchant. It's this giant floating skeleton, but he also sells you things. It's like, oh, this guy's yeah. scary. Oh, he has stuff. I, when I first entered that room, I thought it was a boss. I'm like, oh, so man. did I? I was I'm like, like, oh, oh crap, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Firecrackers. <laughs> Sweet. I'll take that. <laughs> what a nice guy. Yeah, don't judge a book by its cover, people. <laughs> or, or a skeleton, I guess. Yeah, skeleton in your closet. But oh. Yeah, it, it was... Oh, do, you rec do you recommend... So I know you haven't played the whole game yet, and I know you don't like to do recommendations until you play it, but... From what i played so far, I do enjoy it, and I do recommend it. Um, it's available for all consoles, right? Yes. Yeah, even, it's even on the PC. Switch. It's on Switch. I, I don't know about Xbox, but it is on PlayStation. I'm pretty sure it's on Xbox as well. Let's find out. It better be, or it could be in the Game Pass. Game Pass. That would be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Series X, S, and One. Yeah, there you go. And Mac. Wow. Wait, what? This game came out in March? Oh, no, it just came out recently for Switch. Was that it? Yeah, okay. So it came out on, like, Windows, Mac, the Xboxes back in March. But it came out on the PlayStations and Switch last month. Mm -hmm. I didn't know this game was out for so long. I didn't realize. Oh. 
Cool. But they made some updates, though, did they not? Oh. From what I heard, they made some changes to it. Slight little upgrades. Hmm. I don't know. We'll have to ask the developer. It's like when I talked to the publisher at PAX, they said, yeah, it was mostly like one dude that carried that game and he got like help from the publishers for, for certain aspects. Yeah. But overall, like normally when you look at the game, it's like, hey, developed by this company. For him, it's just his a list of people. But this, it's like not even a company. It's just his name. It's like, wow. Look at this guy. Yeah. So talented. It's amazing how many talented people are out there making games. You know, well, those, those, that couple. Yeah. Uh, that did um, Be Gone Beast. Yeah. I'm going to shoot them another email because I, I really want to play that game. Yeah. I, it's a co op game. So we could play with, um, you know, a couple of our Four buddies people. here. Yeah, yeah, we can play with a couple of people here. Justin, maybe Michael from our team. See, speaking of our team, uh, we got a social media platform that people need to go hit up, A&R Universe. So on Twitter, we've put both companies together. But for Instagram, we have two separate cha- um, uh, social media platforms because, uh, you know, we want to keep them kind of separate. Gaming has its a bunch of releases every week. So they can go to AGR, I believe it is, um, on our Instagram and check out stuff there. Go follow us in all these places. Most importantly, subscribe here. Uh, we need a lot of love from you guys to subscribe to this channel. And we promise, we promise, we promise we're going to make it fun for you guys and, and do a lot of cool things, a lot of cool videos. Some of the things that you can recommend, like if people want us to play certain games, we'll go play those games and give our honest review on it. Uh, we buy everything here. We haven't got anything free ever, except for some little knickknacks, but we always buy everything here. And we'll acknowledge if we get sponsored or a partnership, we'll acknowledge it. And even if we get that, we're not going to be selling out here. We're going to be telling the truth. And we're going to let our partners or you know sponsors know that as well. Like, your, your game sucks. Don't <laughs> ever again. They'll never talk to us again. But hey, at least we're honest with the people that are following us, right? So. I do that with our main sister uh, channel, A&R. I, I buy all my stuff, and I'm honest with all my reviews. Well, um, the people at Free League Publishing, they, they do board games, uh, a lot of IPs like Alien, um, Tales from the Loop, um, Mutant Year Zero, things like that. They, they gave us a bunch of tabletop RPGs, and one of them, I was reading through the rules, and it wasn't a typical game where it's like, Hey, here's the story. Here's how you play the game. Things like that. It was just page after page of just like ideas and dice rolls with no story. And I read it at the last page or it was the first page or something. It was like, yeah, there, there's like no rules. Just go for it. And it's like, I don't, where do I even start? <laughs> this page is like, okay, I get, I could pick a weapon. Okay. This page, there's an enemy. This page, there's another weapon. I'm like, where do I go? <laughs> What's the premise? I I don't think I think you're supposed to make it up. Oh, that's I hate that. It's so lazy. That's fun. No, it's lazy because, because it's just like a that's mission. like me going and making a board game and saying here, make it whatever you want it to be. But here's I, a board. I, game. I think I think a good way to to do it is like if you took twenty different games and just rip out a page from each, and it's like, here you go. Have fun. Figure it out. <laughs> Wait, the mustache guy goes up the ladder and the snakes around him? <laughs> what? He's going to go to college now? <laughs> oh, it's a flashback. Oh, and there's a trap that's going to trap him? What? What What are these hippos doing here? <laughs> I'm oh, looking boy. forward to trying it, though, but it looks like really confusing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that's lazy. I want the Monte Cristo game. I hope I'm saying that right. Am I saying it? Is that the name? I think so. The Treasure of Monte Cristo. The Treasure. That's what it is. The Treasure of Monte Cristo. I so badly want to play that game. Well, next Friday. Yeah, we have it. Oh, man. I can't wait. I want to play the game so bad. It's going to be so much fun. They gave us some some pins for free, which was nice. Oh, they gave me a whole bunch of swag. I got a t-shirt that doesn't fit me. But, um, (laughs) hey, you know, the thought that counts. Um, It's really soft, too, and really nice. I don't. And I'm hoping to get into it. That's my motivational to get into it. 
but the yeah we got the expansion pack on there uh, i'm excited I, I wonder what they're gonna do next for a game because i don't know when it comes to board game development i understand it's it's a lot of work like it, it takes forever I, I don't i don't understand how to even begin to make that not only an interesting idea, but a fun idea. I think the closest mm-hmm. I ever got was in the fourth grade. We had to make our own Monopoly boards. Wow. Okay. And so one kid was like, all right, mine's Dragon Ball Z themed. And now now there is a Dragon Ball Z themed probably Monopoly somewhere in the world. Yeah. I won't be surprised. Well, they made a monopoly for pretty much everything you can think of. They they had a, like a monopoly millennial edition or something, where it was like you can't afford a house or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's reality you... based. It was so stupid. It's reality Excuse based. Give me the normal one. Uh, at least I like when it comes to monopoly. At least I like the McDonald's monopoly. I have monopoly here, which is not you don't have money. You just have a Visa card. Oh my gosh! And yeah, it's. This... A... It's a built-in machine on the board, and you put your card in every time we purchase something, and then I'll minus it off your card. So then you can always see your total, which I like because you don't have to deal with all the money and everything and people stealing from the bank on the side when you're not looking. That's <laughs> this the is best. like foolproof. No, it's not the best. You're one of those thieves probably stole. <laughs> hey, why is there a couple hundred missing from there? <laughs> But yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a tracks your whole thing. Like it's all debit and Visa card kind of thing. Which I'm surprised they didn't Visa didn't jump on it or Mastercard didn't jump on it because there's no actual name. It just it's just the way it's set up. That's a missed opportunity right there for Visa to jump on that. Yeah, but I, I guess maybe uh, who is it? Parker Brothers that does it. Yes, I guess Parker, like yeah. they yeah. know that they're gonna sell it anyways. No, I meant for Visa. It missed opportunity for them yeah. to jump on that, right? Get some but, exposure. But, but does maybe, Visa really maybe, need exposure? Well, does Parker Brothers really want to cut someone in that they know that they're going to sell? Yeah, exactly. Did you ever play that game Risk? Um, Maybe once, because it's like five hours to figure out how to play and one hour to take a turn. That game was very easy to play. Is it? That was, was very easy to play. The the tough thing about that game is you could probably start a fist fight with your friends or family. It's like real yeah. life war. Yeah. No, no, no. It could get really aggressive. Yeah. I remember playing with a bunch of my friends. We got into it heavy. We were doing it almost every weekend. Every chance we had to get at a get together. And it'll be at least four or five of us. Like it'll be me, my best friend, his brother, and then my other good friend. And then my best friend's dad would jump in with us too. And we would do a game night at his house. And we would play for six hours easy. Easy six hours. From like 8 p.m. to 1 or 2 in the morning, for sure, guaranteed. we take a little breaks here and there, right? But it got pretty aggressive where you got angry at each other because it's world domination. Yeah. And your goal is to kill everybody and anyone in your way. So it's funny because we would have like fake treaties. Yeah. We would have treaties within that game like, me and my whoever's your neighboring enemy you try to treaty up with each other because the more territory you held the more men you would get on your next turn right and then if you and then they also had cards for each territory each little section if you had one of those um you would get additional men on that territory specifically so Uh there's ways how your army would just grow exponentially the next turn the next turn the next turn right and obviously, the bigger the enemy, I mean, the bigger the army, the more risk you could take in trying to accommodate the next foreign lands, right? So, yeah, you make treaty allies with somebody and say, hey, you don't come to my area, I don't come to your area. But at a certain time, we have to break our ter- treaty. So there'd be a lot of backstabbing, a lot of cross-treaty going on. Yeah, it, it was pretty messy at times. Yeah, uh, it, it, it was it was a great game though. If you can mm-hmm. keep your ex- composure, it it was a good game. I remember in high school, some kids they would play um, Axis and Allies. Yeah, that was very similar to a Risk. But apparently, that that's really long to play. From what yeah, I heard. All of, it, it can be because 
you know, if you have to occupy and win something, it takes a while because in the beginning, you can't occupy nothing for long because the next guy in the next turn will just take their back or steamroll you, right? Mm-hmm. My my strategy was to hold my fort as long as I could, build my army, and then start inching towards. I was very reserved in how I um, moved forward. I always wanted to make sure I have a huge army because just a sheer amount of army on your territory scares someone psychologically off you. Mm-hmm. Right? They're like, hey, this guy's got 30 guys in each of these territories. How many rolls do I need to hit in a row to knock that amount of people off the board? And they would just back off. Yeah. And I perfected that as I got as I got more and more seasoned in the game. I realized my friends were reluctant to go and fight me because I owned a massive army. I was like the USA of the world, mm-hmm. right? And the Canada of the world was some of my friends who would just occupy small little areas and just try to stay as long as they could in the game. But then they would try to poke fights at you, and you're like, bro, what, what are you doing? You're poking a stick at a bear here. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and then you uh, Lux- Luxembourg is not taking over America anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> well, and you also learn about geography, too. Like, I didn't know there was a country named Irkutsk. Where's oh, that? You know? Well, it doesn't exist anymore. It got taken over. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Some of the, um, they did upgrade the map now, but the older map, which was in the 70s, I think, because we played with the very first edition. Oh, so like, you, de- you had like a lot of Cold War. Before the, yeah, before the USSR, you had so a you, lot of. So you have like divisions. Yugoslavia on there and stuff. Yeah, things like that. Irkutsk, uh, Kazakhstan was there at that time. It still is now. But yeah, you had a lot of division. Uh, in Europe that you didn't know existed um, and you learned a lot so yeah. and you learned like Europe is a very very close uh, borderland continent I it mean one, one country could connect to like four other borders but like none of them will speak the same language yeah which is super weird yeah I, I know a comedian talking about that he's like it's like you go to Europe. It's like, oh yeah, I speak five languages because I'm surrounded by five people. It's like <laughs> it, you drive like an hour and you're in another, another country. What, what about in the states? Like you drive an hour, you see that fucking dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it just it's weird. Europe is not weird in a good way, and weird because we're not used to having so many borders around us. In Canada, we've only got U.S. down below, right? That's it. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, it's interesting. What else we got cooking? <laughs> uh, so three things. We already go to conventions. We started with the Vancouver Retro Gaming Convention. Um, I'm looking forward to next year. That so video's in the in on our list, so we'll check that out. Yeah, okay. it's our first convention video followed by PAX. Um, so we're going to go to every convention we can in the area for games. Yep. Um, I think we wanted to go to next year. We're hitting up PAX again in Seattle. Yep. PAX is going to be a regular thing for us, I think. Um, PAX east i think pax east once we hit a certain subscribers if people really want us to go pax east we'll maybe we'll try to do a retro play somewhere else we'll we'll do some research we'll figure that out well we have um c2e2 in chicago we we have san diego comic-con um new york comic-con but that is from the a and r channel that is true but some of it does cross over in terms of content any anything with Comic Con on it will always be on our A and R channel. Anything mm-hmm. with gaming more focused on will be obviously here. That's the whole reason why we split it up, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that with the convention circuits, this weekly podcasts, which doubles as whatever the hot game this week is review. This week being Tunic. Um, and then game developer documentary series where one of the developers we spoke to at PAX got back to me. They said they are interested. They should talk to their team and their legal team. And then we can document as they're still making their game Um, because it it wasn't done yet at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do want to follow them between now and up until they release. So surprise, stay tuned. Yeah. There's actually this another developer here in Vancouver. They have a game coming out next month. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can get them in time before their release, but I'm going to see if I can. Because I think this game's going to be pretty big. Oh, we, we can interview, interview them too. Right? Yeah, so I mean. Put this on on the channel here. Mm-hmm. These are these are some of the cool things that we're 
starting to you know do for this channel and like i can't stress it enough that we definitely need everyone's support out there on the internet subscribe to our channel let's let's make this channel huge huge uh make this channel very fun and entertaining and informative like we want to we want to do cool things we, we want to f- come into your city and check out your retro gaming group if you have one or a convention that you guys have gaming is amazing and um I, that's why i want to do a separate channel for it because there's so much in gaming that it just deserves its own channel right before i forget there's one thing i saw at the retro game con that i didn't film but i'm going to reach out to them right away i, I showed at a table it was like these two dudes they made a, a small indie game and they put it on n64 cartridges Oh, yes. I remember that. And I'm like, I should have just bought one. Why didn't I buy one? I'm so stupid. <laughs> but well, the hopefully they're there so next gonna, year. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up online and see, like, can I find these guys? So I think that's really cool. I want to know how they did that. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Maybe we can get a game of our own made from them. We'll pay them. They'll make a game for us. An 8-bit game. Oh, my gosh. That'd be insane. I would definitely do an 8-bit game with our likeness on there. And we have little tiny little swords. And you then, can do that in like RPG Maker. I bought a copy of it, <laughs> and I don't know. We'll call it the HGR Slashers or something. <laughs> we'll figure it. It'll be a puzzle turn-based thing. No, I'm just kidding. I hate those games. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't hate anything. I'm just joking. Jeez. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna. Also- I'm gonna get ready to play this 2K23. I'm excited. I don't know oh. what I'm gonna play. I guess I'll PGA baby. Here we go. We got a ton of games coming, by the way, the next couple of weeks. October, November. Ooh, it's going to be a spicy Gotham, meatball. Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights. Call of Duty. God of War. Uh, what else is there? Harry uh, Potter's delayed till next year. Is yeah, it? For, yeah. till I think January, February next year. I thought it was coming out this year. It was. Then it got pushed. Why would they push it a whole year? No, no, no. Not a whole year. Just a few months. Early next year. 2023, bro. Spring of 2023. That's what it says. February 10th. There you go. See? Just by a few months. It was supposed to come out in November. I swear it's a game about union busting. (laughs) Because isn't it like the, I don't know, the goblins? I don't know what to expect. It's an, you create your own character, you explore Hogwarts. That's all I know. I'll play it. I'll check it out. Looks if I can't do Avada Kedavra day one. You're throwing this game out the window? This game is broken. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, I don't care about the fans. Yes, clearly. There's obviously other games coming out we haven't even mentioned. If I look at the list, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember that game. But uh, we will do our best to play as many of these games possible. possible. Uh, yeah, I mean... We just want to give an honest opinion and have fun in this channel. I hope people love us and want to be part of this huge group. I, I do have a question about Game Pass that hopefully you an answer to. Sure. Does it work on PC and how? So you, you have to, you have a choice. There are different tiers in Xbox Game Pass. Xbox console itself only access, mm. PC access, or both. And how do you play it on PC? Is there a launcher? Yeah. There's you can I think you can go to Windows and download the app from Windows uh, Launcher, uh, sorry Windows uh, Store, and then yeah that's all you need. And I think uh, once you get uh, not 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 every game is available though on PC though you have to remember that. So whatever game is available from Xbox Game Pass PC will be automatically in the store there and you just download it. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I remember so when have- I. When I went to get my first cell phone in 2011, I just wanted a flip phone. You still have but, it? No. <laughs> um, but the guy tried to sell me a phone there. He's like, yeah, you can play Xbox games on this smartphone. I'm like, I just want to flip one. And he's like, his face was like so disappointed that he couldn't make that sale. It's like, I just want your cheapest <laughs> phone, man. I don't. I had an Xbox phone, the slider one. Yeah. The one you slide and then the screen is at the top here. And then the keyboards underneath it opens up. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever because you go on the internet and all there. I was like, oh, my God, this is so awesome. I can get to go on the internet. 
<laughs> like, and they look at that phone now, you're like, oh, what a dump of a phone that was. <laughs> so, like now, when when we um type on our phone, we we hold it this way, right? But remember before when we type on our phones like this? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but just on, on on touch screens, even. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was yeah. weird. Yeah. And then uh, I went to the BlackBerry. Biggest mistake I ever made was going back to, to BlackBerry. You got to be a businessman. No, I went to BlackBerry because I like the tactile buttons. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but the thing was BlackBerry had their own plans with Telus, the company that I deal with. Oh. And I lost my unlimited everything Whoa. plan. I had unlimited data, unlimited calling, everything on that Windows phone. When I went to BlackBerry, they didn't tell me, hey, you're going to lose this plan. They didn't tell you anything to me. They're like, yeah, 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 we'll have everything you want. And then when I switched out of the BlackBerry to an iPhone, or sorry, uh, to a Samsung, they're like, yeah, you don't have that plan. I'm like, when were you going to plan on telling me this? Like, I've had this BlackBerry for three years. You didn't tell me that I don't have internet on there? Like, so I had to go back to the data thing. It was five gigs of data. Then I went to 10 gigs. Now I'm okay. I've got 40 gigs of data on my phone. I don't think I'm ever going to use 40 gigs. The most I've ever used is 30 gigs, I think. And that was like extreme, extreme usage. And even now, even if you go over 40, they just throttle you. They don't really actually charge you more. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm okay now, but it took like maybe 15 years to get to that level where I don't have to worry about my data. Do you think that because we can play mobile game market, it's its own thing. But you can also, play, as we mentioned, you can play Xbox games on mobile. Do you think we can ever get to PlayStation on mobile? Well, they have it right now. You could play PlayStation games on your phone. Yeah, they have it right now. I even have the actual controller thing. That like, like through, oh, like through streaming. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, you could do that now. It's not the greatest. No. Xbox is still better. Very low latency. Yeah. Sony's has still got work, a little bit of work to go. Like when okay. I played Forza Horizon on my phone at work. It ran, I would say, 95%. But if I did that with the PlayStation game, I think it would be at around 80%. Oh. It would have some jitteriness. It would have sometimes uh, latency issues. And it, a lot of it has to do with, obviously, connectivity. If you have really bad Wi-Fi or don't have enough data, then what do you expect? Like That's one of the things I, I don't get with people. Like They have one bar for Wi-Fi. And they're like, well, why is this game not playing so good? I I wonder. Well, did you look at the connection? It's not that great. So what did you expect from an A-list title? If you download the game, it's different. You should be able to play with no issues. But if you're streaming, you're at the mercy of your connection. That's all it is, right? I remember seeing ads for a service called Gamefly, where I guess you could, like, if your PC couldn't handle the game, it's like, well, you can stream it off our servers. Yeah, yeah. I've never used it though, but I think you were able also to get like discs as well, not just stream it. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they were the was ne- just... they were the Netflix of gaming at the time. That, that, the early Netflix of gaming. Yeah, the, yes, the mail in Netflix. I remember <laughs> hearing about that. Yeah. Ah, can you imagine that the people at Netflix, they went to Blockbuster and asked them to buy them out, and they said no, get out of here. Probably for the best. No, they bought. No, no, they went to Blockbuster and tried know, to but, sell but, themselves. But, but, like, for the best at Blockbuster. Oh, of course, for the best. It, yeah, if you look at back at now, that was a great decision. But, you know, like, Blockbuster, well, what were you thinking? You didn't even research these guys and you just cast them to the side. But and, I guess, the te- like, we didn't really have streaming technology on the rise back then. So, who the, would have known? But they were selling it as a mail thing at that time. That's true. But would they have, if, if Blockbuster bought them, would netflix have developed into streaming at all maybe not i mean yeah I, i'm happy with the decision that they uh blockbuster didn't make but what i'm saying is from a blockbuster standpoint like why didn't you even take the chance on buying them out you're so big at that time because what they were doing was netflix was more about convenience at the beginning we hated going to the store and, that was and, the best part it was and it wasn't you go there if you go there late on a Friday night, you don't get the movie you wanted. No, right? So, what Netflix did was said, like, Hey, whatever movie you want, we're gonna give it to you no matter what. You just gotta mail it in to us when you're done. That's it. And you have a little kiosk, and you can make a million kiosks in the city because that doesn't have, cost a lot. We have the red box now, yeah. 
which I'm surprised I still saw one recently. Really? Where? Uh, in Chicago. Oh, okay. That was like a red box, really? Yeah. I haven't seen any of that in Vancouver area at all. You're but, not from Chicago. You just visited Chicago. Just to, yeah, I was already. Let, 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 let people know who are listening to us for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> You're only 10 minutes away from me. <laughs> Let's talk about the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Cubs. Yes, they're cute. No. <laughs> Um, all right, should we wrap it up for our first ever podcast slash yes. YouTube live or pre-taped? And we'll do live if if we have enough people coming on here saying, "Hey, do live," so we can ask you some questions. Then we will do. Or right, if you have a question, well, any comments that are posted on this video, I'm just going to read them on the next episode. Yeah, I know, absolutely. We, we'll I'm going to get all of so like, long one... it's video game related. It's just going to be Michael being like, "This is a great video." <laughs> Thumbs up. You Thanks. guys are awesome. Thanks, bro. I appreciate that. <laughs> I hit the like button. <laughs> uh, let us know if this background is annoying you guys. We'll find one even more annoying next time. <laughs> Maybe we'll get a Resident Evil one, which is just shooting people. I'll, I'll put that up. It's just a loop from Resident Evil 4. Just headshots. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, do you want to say bye to everybody in a specific way, or should we because in A and R, I have a a line that I always say. What do you do? Oh, in A and R, I go wherever you're on the world or the universe. Have yourself a good morning, a good day, and a good night. Right? I don't want to do that. Oh, here. It's, it's a little bit of like Truman Show, isn't it? I don't know. Good morning, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. I guess so. I never thought of that. I'm not a huge Truman fan. Uh, I never uh, even watched. It. I never watched it, so I don't know. Uh, I think you should check it out. You might like it. Movie or TV show? It's a movie. It's a Wait, Carrey. is that the one? Oh, okay, yeah, I, I remember watching that a long mm-hmm. time ago. Never mind, yeah. I remember that. Uh, it's it's a good. Commentary. I only say good morning, good night. Or sorry, good morning, uh, good morning, good day, good night, because we're live around the world, right? Mm. I, that's my reason for saying that is whoever's waking up or in the middle of the day or going to bed, I get to say bye to them in a nice way at the end. So that was my reason for it. But what do we say here? Um, don't wherever forget you're in the save. world. Sorry, what? Don't forget a quick save. Yes, make sure to save and... hit that F nine button if you're playing Stalker. <laughs> and we are F nining out of here. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We are F nining out of here, people. That is very specific to one game. <laughs> <laughs> we're saving this and we're heading out. So have yourself an awesome, awesome day and night. I guess <laughs> I don't know. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>